We're on page Chavav. The basis of the Rampal's Hagdomer of Schwartz is explaining is to begin to think with our minds and with our hearts because only that way can a person really build upon the true Matthias of his life and the circumstances surrounding his life. Otherwise, a person's entire Ruchnias could be based upon could be based upon something that, that is a figment of his imagination that doesn't really exist. Because we see that many people many people will think either just with the brain or without the heart or with the heart or without the brain. And as a result of that, they're not living in Mitzvahs. And he was giving some examples. And we're on the middle of page Chavav, which is Aleinu Lehisragel. Aleinu Lehisragel, Luchyesem Seichel Betzir Shalev. The objective is to accustom ourselves to living with this combination of Seichel, of the intellect of the mind, together with a healthy chush, a sense, uh, uh, a sense of reality, which we learned, we're going to talk more about again, all of this comes together in the next page or two, of heart awareness. Because only with the mind and the heart together can a person truly can a person truly evaluate the Mitzvahs in front of him. Many, in many cases, the problem doesn't begin with Ruchnius. When you see a person whose Ruchnius is erratic, or he doesn't feel anything in Ruchnius, it didn't necessarily, it doesn't begin, didn't begin with some sort of a spiritual problem. Elabagashmius, it began Bechlau, from his early, the earliest time of his life, that there was, there was something unsettled, unclear, and unreal in the person's life, in his way of looking at at, at Gashmias, we're doing for instance, B'shanam Achmanis, we did this already. Come, Irgun Nechesh, Shematarosu, Lamed Lavrechem, Ech Luchias, B'tzurah, Chalkalos, Nechan. In the past few years, there are some organizations that are helping Avrechem, Yungalait, to learn how to manage their finances. Karlofam, Shavrech, and Amachushu, Baitzayis. We see this a person. He doesn't seem to keep a proper cheshem with how much he's spending, what he's making, and so on. He pays for everything, he doesn't remember what he signed, what he didn't sign. He's not living in Mitzvahs. A person who lives in Mitzvahs, he, he weighs and plans all of his actions and just reviewing this, to the person, the Rambam writes, he keeps a cheshman, how much money he spends, how much money he makes, he lives with two feet on the ground, and therefore when he comes into the world of Ruchmias, he has kailing with, with which to work. Kelim of Mitzvahs, so that he's not dragging around in Ruchnius, speaking about things that are in the ear, but that don't really exist. But if you see a person that even in Gashmias there's no stability, even in physical things in his life there's no stability, 
and therefore his tefisa, his grasp of reality, is not the way it should be. Then how could that person be expected? How could he possibly enter into the world of Avadis Hashem? Even the physical world, which one could see with his eyes, even the physical world is not even seized by this guy. He signs things. He obligates himself to things. Then he goes back. Doesn't remember what he said. Everything's a balagan. There are many people like this. You see these all over the place. There's some people, and he's talking about good people. He says right away, nice people, and not liars, honest people, good people. That are mischaived. In other words, they commit themselves to something. They say something, they commit themselves on the bottom of page Chavav. But then when it comes to the Shas Maise, when it comes to reality, they, they don't follow through with what they obligated themselves to. They don't follow through. It's not from a... They're not talking about someone who, who's inconsiderate, who has a bad heart. There's many people like this. They don't remember what they said. Why don't they remember? I'm not talking about somebody who's, God forbid, mentally impaired. I'm talking about a person who simply <coughs> does not pay attention to Mitzvahs. He's not focused on Mitzvahs. For instance, Adam For instance, a person sets up an appointment for a certain time. And it comes a half hour late. Makara. Now, you know, you can see this sometimes when you're standing, you know, all the years I'm giving shiur, different places and certain places that I'm giving decrees, like in the shul. So there are certain people, no matter what, they come like running in 15 minutes late. Like, not because of the train or because of something that happened. It wasn't like an, an oinus. How do you know it's not an oinus? It's every week. And then, if you have a conversation with a person, it's not, it doesn't stim like, it's not the question of something that held them back. And they want to be at the Shia. And they think that they're going on time. It's a very odd thing. They usually run when they come in. They run, like as if this is something strange happened to me. I, it's such a hard thing to believe. I missed my bus this one time, and I came late to this year. No, I'm standing up the moon this for a long time, and, it, and and there are people that are always in that matzah, coming like in a flurry. What happened? Like something happened, and they come to get to there, and they have to cross over seven different people to get to a seat, and to sit down, and to and and and, and to go for the and, and they want to learn. They're not. They're not. They're this. They want to learn, and not only that, I always think to myself. <coughs> the guy came out. It's like snowing out, snowing, and it's and it's cold, and it's a Matzah Shabbos. So the guy came. He he must want to learn very badly. And it's not like something happened one time. He can't get himself together. He can't get to the Shia on time. It's an hour and a half after Shabbos, and the guy's like running, and, he, and everybody sees me. And, and and at one time, you know, I'll say. 
something happened. Like they don't usually apologize or anything like that, but they made a commotion and they came in and everybody, the door opens. And <coughs> it's just a mitzvah that a person doesn't live in the world. They're not living in the, in the, in the world. It's not mitzvah. What was he thinking when he when it was when it's in the clock in the house? And let's say the she is supposed to be eight o'clock, and it says in the house eight o'clock. What is that? It's not it's a person who doesn't live in mitzvahs. And it's one thing if you miss a shia, which is chaval, to miss some learning, even even five seconds of time is chaval to miss. But then you have people that mess up their panoses and they get fired, and they're not balei chrayis, and, and the wives and children say, "What's the matter? You can't keep a job." I don't know, this boss is an anti-Semite, this one is this and that. You know, always like things and always like in Yonim in that person's life. It just doesn't go. It doesn't go. <coughs> Those people, so you'd think maybe he's more of a, <coughs> a Ruchniistic type of a guy. And the world is not so much for him. No, these people are also usually, usually they're also a mess when it comes to Ruchnis. Because they're not, they're not in the place of Mitzis. Not from the world, the physical world, and not from the world of Ruchnis. Guy comes eight, a half hour late. Makar, what happened? Yes, there. What happened? So he says usually lo samfi leiv shavar azman. I wasn't I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know that 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 I'm a half hour late. He didn't know. We spoke about this last week. He didn't know. Person's waiting for you. He's not a bad guy. And if you say to him, like, you know, I, we set the appointment for for two o'clock. So you don't have to leave my place, my work, and everything to meet you at two o'clock. Doesn't even they don't usually even respond to it. maybe uh, maybe a little bit of an apology because they just don't see the world. Guy, you can have a guy that lies in bed in the morning and he thinks to himself, daka, another minute. You have people also. They, they, the guy goes to trouble to go to shul. You know there are people like that. You see them. He goes to shul. He's not a batlam. He wants to daven with a minion. He's not a guy that that, that davens in his house. He goes to shul. He always walks in. Like <coughs> after everybody, everybody put on film, everybody's saying this, and everybody doing that, and he's, and he's rushing, and his yarmulke is full, and his glasses, and he's pulling his talus out, and he's... What is that? To say that the guy's lazy, or he didn't want to come to Davin, that doesn't seem to be the case. He comes to Davin every morning. But he always has an Indian when he comes. There's always like a storm. Like in the old peanuts, do you remember that was at the, the Linus? There was always like a thing around him, like kicking up dirt. So this guy comes to Minyan, but he always comes like with stuff around him. And then he rushes to his seat. <coughs> they think, why didn't you rush when you were home? Or why didn't you rush to wash Negovasa? What are you running like that now in shul? You don't have to do that. You can walk. Take it easy. Put on your towels and fill and sit down for five minutes. Have you shivadas? And he'll tell you for 70 years that I want to, I did, I thought it was, I'm trying, I didn't know. He's lying in his bed, and he thinks to himself, another minute, I'll stay in bed another minute. He looks at the clock. Minya's, let's say, is, let's say 7 o'clock. He looks at the clock, he says, 10 to 7. Any normal person says, 10 to 7. Minya's at 7. Make a cheshm. Give yourself three, four minutes to put in a thousand film. Even if you live next door, let's go to Negevasa, Besakisi to get dressed. Sometimes it happens you forget something. You have to look for something. No, but he'll lie there at 10 to 7, and he's 100% sure that he's going to be a minion on time. <coughs> he doesn't... Uh, 
you know people like this. I don't know any of you how you are. I mean, some of you sure and how you are, but uh, and but I have no idea. It could be I'm talking to somebody that's like that. I, I don't know. It'd be Michael. I don't mean to say in a critical way because the, the point is not to criticize. It's a person that does not that doesn't live it doesn't live in mitzvahs. Doesn't live in mitzvahs. You know, I see the same people who come running on the Shabbos morning into shul, running down the block even. Holding on to the yarmulke and the hat, coming into shul like something like there was an emergency, like he he had to he had to take care. Of his, the the kid was sick and he was just taking care of the kid and he and he ran out of every Shabbos. He's going on the street holding on like this, getting to shul, rushing to the door to get into daven. He wants to daven, and it looks like he wants to be on time, but what's he running? He can't figure it out. That you just have to get up like ten minutes earlier. Well, you have to just in the house, not to look at the clock and say, oh, Davening's in, 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 in one minute. And he's still like drinking a coffee. He so doesn't get it. Not because he doesn't care. Not for my people that don't care, but there are people that do <coughs> The people that have Hila plan to be like this shul because they don't want to have to stay in shul a lot. I'm not talking about that. That's, uh, that's something else. I'm talking about a person that wants to be in shul, wants to come on time, looks at himself. If you ask him, are you a yid? Are you, do you, you come upon the shul? He'll always say, oh, 100%. He thinks that he comes on time. And anybody else there knows that the guy's always coming in when everybody's ready in the towels, Shabbos, the towels until during the week, and he's coming in always with a huff and doing stuff and moving things around and making a commotion. <coughs> and then he's catching up. And it's not Matthias. And some, you know, the same thing when it comes to school and things like that. The person was like that. And Gashmish is like that in Ruchmius. Zaman Kriyashma Zaman Tila Gamhu Ava. The Krasafik Zamanchi is making a little bit of fun. He says, so he passes my creatures, passes my tefillah. It could be, it's going to be soon, it's going to be ready. Shkia. And this guy is still trying to get himself together. For Pashat, lo mitziyus. This person is Pashat, not in mitziyus. Mechorachim lechia is a mitziyus brewer. It's the beginning of Avodah Hashem. And nobody ever told us this. We got yelled at for being late and stuff like that. But no one ever spoke to us clearly. That in order to be, in order to be, a, in order to be a Jew that's an Avodah Hashem, in order to be an Ayyad Hashem, and in order to be a well-adjusted, healthy, normal person in this world, you have to live with a clear Mitzvahs. Therefore, the Vashem gave us a Torah that has in it clear Zmanim. Zman Tefillah. Zman Krishma. Okay, you want to go like the Magan Ephraim, you want to go like the Gra, but fine, but there's Zmanim. There are Zmanim. Zman Mincha, Zman Arvis, Zman Knisa Shabbos, Zman Yitzhi Shabbos. That's how Baruch made. Everything is with Zmanim. Everything is with Zmanim. L'chol Darve Zman. Everything has a time. And the worst thing you could do for that kind of a person that doesn't live in Mitzvah, the worst thing, as we spoke about months ago, is, to, is that he should grow up, you know, live in a place like Borough Park or Muncie or Williamsburg, where, where the, the, the answer is, don't worry, any time you walk into, into Rabbi Lando's, any time you walk into Shem Shabbos, no problem. It's always a minion. That is the most unhealthy life to live. Now, it, it, it's a good thing for a person who has who lives in Mitzvahs, because the, there are some people who in Mitzvahs, it's better at 6.30, because of where the, their work is. And how, there are some people in Mitzvahs, is better, quarter to seven, for their schedule, Mitzvahs seven. 
I'm not talking about those guys. And it's nice to have a, a, an island where you could uh, surely have this many. That's fine. You have another kind of guy. You have the kind of guy that has nothing to do with the schedule or with his mind. It's just any time that he walks in, there's something there going on. Somebody's saying, Psychadish or Brocha. He just puts on his film, thousand film, and gets into something. It's the most unhealthy, dangerous thing for a person who's not in mitzvahs. To live that way, but that I'm talking about the davening, it's, it's terrible. Like, they, like there's this advertisement in the Jewish newspaper, Torah on Demand. <coughs> and I made a big deal about this in the house. My wife said, oh, come on, boys. I said, I don't like the advertisement, Torah on Demand. They try to make it sound like Goyesha things. Uh, uh, Torah on Demand? So I said, what's wrong? It means that any time you want to learn, you want to learn. No. There's a Shia. The, the demand is when you're supposed to be at the Shia. Not that any time, 24 hours, Torah on demand, that you call up and it's good for you. And, and then it's Torah on demand. No. A healthy person can be expected to be someplace on time. And demands can be made of him with what he does with his life. Not Torah on demand. Minion on demand. So to, to me, it smells from something goyish. I know... I probably sound very extreme to you when I'm saying this. That's <coughs> but I'm just saying, I'm sharing with you. To me, it smells from something not Jewish. I don't believe that the Chavaz Chaim or Maish would have said such a, even in English or Yiddish, such a thing. I don't know how you say that in Yiddish, Torah on demand. But to say such a thing, or to have such a mahalach, Torah on demand, even though it sounds like it's great, you like, always want to learn. So it's at your fingertips. No. They're, really make like, they're making it from the, they take it from the world of advertising, the market, they're trying to market something. Trying to market Yiddishkeit, that's good. But they're trying to use marketing gimmicks. Torah on demand? No, it was Torah on demand. The, the, the Torah demands of you to come to davening five minutes before it starts, to start davening like a mensch. And it demands for you to come to the Shia and sit down so you don't have to walk in when everybody's already uh, trying to sit down, to walk in to make a tumult. That's the demands being made of you, not Torah on demand. At any time you want. A minion. That you, you live down the block, you have one of these stiblach that you can walk in there. You see in the nature of the of the island that comes to these places that is batlanus. There's always time afterwards to schmooze and different things, but they can't hold cup to have a regular minion. And if you put them in a, in a neighborhood where there's one minion that starts at 6.15 a.m., they, they can't handle it. So the worst thing you could do for them is to give them the 6.15, 6.20, 6.25, 6.30 minion. It's the worst thing. There's no crease. There's nothing. And, 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 and that's not helping the person. Mitzis. The Barishal made Zmanim. The Barishal made Zmanim. Everything has a Zman. And a Jew <coughs> sets his clock by the Zmanim of Shabbos, by the Zmanim of, uh, uh, of Kriyashman, Zman Trila, Zman Milcha. That's how a Jew lives. Not that it's his demand of when it, it's good for him to die, when it's good for him to, go to, to come into this year. That's not how it works. Everything has a set time. Zman Chazal says Zman Hayyloi Lodem Erishim Yikanus Legan Eden. Zman Hayyloi Sheyetsim Shem. It's a very deep Chazal. I'm not going to go into it. It goes into all the Zman over there in Kahelis. It says Ace 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 This Ace That Zman This Zman That. But the point is, the Bereshit goes with the Luach, and he goes with the clock, and and even though Hashem Himself, of course, is Lamalam and Zman. And Zman time is itself created by God. But God works with us 
in the context of time. And the purpose of that, one of the purposes of that, is to ground us, to ground us in mitzvahs, that a Jew has to always be looking at the clock, and always be looking at the calendar, <coughs> always. And that's, to, that's to ground you in mitzvahs. And if you're not grounded in physical mitzvahs, then you're not going to be grounded in ruchnius either. Only a person who, who builds a physical world that is completely grounded in mitzvahs, absolute mitzvahs, means he's developing and growing as a person who is in mitzvahs. Then, as he matures, in the beginning that's all with the kids don't know anything about ruchnius. Even the, even the ruchnius is just gashmis. Do this, do this, do this, do that. And the child to have a seder in his life, and to have uh, uh, a kriyas, and to have zmanim, and so on. Then afterwards, then from a, from being a person who was trained and developed in the world, in the real world, in the mitzvahs, then his avodas Hashem is also mitzvahs. It's not in the luft. It's not in the air. It's not delusions or because he feels bad or he feels guilt or he feels this or that it's because it's real it's Hashem the problem is the problem is that what we often see is that a person did not work on on being a mitzvah person in this world and then they jump ahead to the next level and they're learning and they're davening and it's also their ruchnis is also not grounded it's not mitzvah this is a person who doesn't live with the chuyavis means with a sense of obligation and responsibility. And he doesn't live with a sense of reality. What's this guy already asking? He comes to the neighbor and he asks you, Did you know, you know there's any Kabbalah Shiram around in this name? We had a guy that came, this is when we still were in the gym, in the house, going back and forth. There was a guy that lives in Yulet, and he came. He, he came in. He was there once or twice, and he starts asking me, "What's he wants? Not that he wants a shear in Kabbalah. He's about to lose He asked me. He wanted to give a shear in Kabbalah. <laughs> he was offering his services to give a shear in Kabbalah. He wound up giving it somewhere else. Yeah, there's a over there too. You find that you follow it up. I heard already. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, it's not, not, not the talk. But, but he came to offer. He he's comes over to me. Look, I met him. We came, he was first in a shul someplace, and they, they weren't interested in what he had to say. So then he came over to us. He comes over to me. Davis there once or twice. He sees a modern man. She comes over, and he says, he like you know he's he, he, he doesn't have his, he doesn't have to speak a word of Lashma Kaidish, but he says he, he he's uh, uh, spent he's written something on Jewish mysticism and Kabbalah. And he would like to know if there's a group of people that would be interested. He's taught in other places and so on. So I remember I came home and told my wife, I said, oh, I have a problem over here with this. It wasn't a problem. I just said, the, it's not, you know, you know, we don't have a thing for that here now. I'm sorry. But just come down in a little bit. And <laughs> so he left after. He was there for three weeks. He drifted someplace else to see, you know, who wants his Kabbalah. So a person comes, is looking for Kabbalah. So Schwartz writes, this is a humunyan lishma. He wants, he, he, he wants to hear Kabbalah. He wants to hear about mysticism. He's a Kabbalah. What kind of Kabbalah do you want? 
this guy to get him to give him Kabbalah is going to take him further away from reality, further away from Mitzias. He's going to talk more in Himmel in, in his God about this and holy and spiritual, further and further away from Mitzias. And that's where you can see such extremes with a lot of these chavim. The guy could be the guy could be talking Kabbalah, and uh, some, no, I'm talking about that guy, but some person could be talking about Kabbalah, and then and then he's like totally like not submissive, <coughs> so he's with a girl or doing things. So erratic and no one sees. Whole culture thing going on in California with the whole Kabbalah. Yeah, Kabbalah, the New Age Judaism, and the uh, uh, Jewish revival, spiritual revival. It appeals to these people. These are people you'll when you. Uh, I, I've met many of them over the years, especially the further west. You said, "Kalat the further west." The, so, maybe this doesn't sound nice. Hashem should forgive me. Many of them are divorced. Many of these have divorced. Not that that's. I'm saying it's a fault. People have sorrows, but many of them. I just over the years watching this, you start talking to them. There's like uh, the divorce. Where are your kids? You have children. You have three children. Yeah, it's like in three different places on earth. I'm not not you, Shalai. I'm seeing three places on earth. He sees the kids like once every seven years. It's a certain tipus of a person. I can't explain. It's not Mitzias. He wasn't there for his kids. He wasn't there for his wife. <coughs> he's not there for the Rabbi Shalom. But he's walking around with a book and he thinks he's learning Kabbalah. It's a, it's a certain type of a person, Hashem And always, always sweet. Very nice. Sweet. That's not the issue. Sweet and sincere. We're not talking about insincere people. Sincere. And they and they're you know rolling their eyes. It's, 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 the 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 wife was rolling her eyes for twelve years until she got the nerve to say, "I got to get out of this marriage." She's also rolling her eyes. This guy's crazy. It's not Mitzias. What does he hold a job? Yes, guy. Where do you live? So, as of April, I'm in Denver. And these guys usually have 40 places that they were living in. Just like people that have 20 different schools and 40 places that they live in and a different, a different wife and kids from four different marriages. And it's a certain mahalach of a person that's not in Mitzis. Not everyone that's like that, but I'm, my description is not, for those of you who are familiar with it, is not far off. It's a little bit Mitzis, embellished. Mitzis, you mean like rounded? Yeah. Rounded in halacha, in zman, in a job, in in responsibilities, in shulchan aruch, and as one grows older, in avodas Hashem, as one matures, in ruchnis, in learning, in davening, and so on. But what we're learning is that a person who is who does not stand on his two feet when it comes to gashmius will usually not stand on two feet when it comes to ruchnis, and will never be able to enter into the world of ruchnis again. This is all going to be much clearer than the next two or three pages it comes together. But this is this is the basis of Avedis Hashem. So who yikanes bechatzais laila? Guy comes home. Guy comes home at midnight. This is also a very common thing. So he forgot that he has a wife and children. Shows up at midnight. The wife the wife comes into the house. There's stuff that that's sitting in the kitchen. There's a piece of uh, meat or some vegetables are sitting on the on the table, sitting on the stove. It already it already has cow webs on it. The guy and and uh, comes he comes uh, upstairs and his wife says, uh, "You said you were going to be home at at seven, seven thirty. Oh, I didn't call you. Oh, I forgot to call. 
I'm not talking about what happens if everybody wants Hamol. I'm not talking about that. <coughs> oh, I forgot the question. Kids, you remember, we're going to have supper together and homework and something like that. And yeah, I can, you know, it came up something with Yankee at work and he called me and then I went over to help him and, you know, it's always like mixed with some awesome and Something, he was Isaac and he was always doing something. Nice, sweet, caring, honest. Tell me, you no, know, you left, your wife cooked for you a meal, not to call her. Your kid had homework, your wife has something to take care of, she asked you, can you come help? It's not a, he's not a mean person. Although his, he, it looks like he's mean. Seems like a mean thing to do. And the wife begins to feel like he's a mean guy. But then she says, but I know him better. He's a really nice guy. So what is it with him? Didn't call me? What does it, what does it take? Take 30 seconds, 10 seconds to call? It's not Messias. He didn't think like that. He thought he would come home. And he, th- he thought he was going to eat supper and all. And then he might even say, I'm really hungry. Is this the case to eat that? After everything. Is that that's still okay? You know, I'm just bacteria over the last four hours. If I can still eat that, okay, warm it up for me. Or <laughs> something like that. This is why I have to come down from, from sleeping to warm up the, this old steak. But Akadekach, people are so out of it. He comes home at midnight. Forget How does a person forget that he's married? That same guy could forget that he's married when he's at work, too, and there's a pretty lady in the office. He also forgets that he's married. It's a certain tipus. <coughs> you can't live with a person. It's very hard to live with a person like that. It's a big rachmanis when someone gets stuck in a marriage with a person like that, whether the wife or the husband. It's a big rachmanis. Again, not a bad guy, not a bad lady, nice people. Hubemis Ishtai is a good guy. And he's always, and, he's, and everybody's going to wonder, like, why would somebody divorce this guy? He's such a nice guy. Why? It's such a sad thing. And, he's, and, 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 and she herself gave him like 10,000 chances. S- smart. How come he can't hold a job? And this and that. And uh, it's the economy. And the economy was too good. The economy wasn't good. And, uh, whatever it is. The bottom line is, he simply does not live with Mitzvahs. <clears throat> There's sometimes with these singles things, you have some of these guys that drink at the, you know, things, some of the single things, it's not Mitzvahs. You want the person to get married, but you see it's not Mitzvahs. You want to, so maybe there'll be a girl that's not Mitzvahs. The two of them can make a Mitzvahs that's not Mitzvahs together. Eilu Mitzvahs Shiloi, Eilu it's not, they're living, both of them. So maybe you can make a shidduch here. He's like a, <coughs> nice as they come. Elch, from nice. <coughs> See, it's not going to go. It's not going to go. When you go out and you talk to the guy, and the way he touches up the dates, you don't know what to do. You want to, you, you're thinking, man, I could talk to him about each one of his arguments that he's saying why it didn't work out. But then at some point you do this once or twice or three times or 50 times and you begin to think, I'm just wasting my time with this guy. This is not, this is not marriageable. He's not marriageable. I'm, I'm wasting my time. Sorry to say. You're very big and powerful. Please make sure Mr. I can't do this with this. I can't talk to the guy anymore. He says such things and it's so strange and so modern. And, 
That didn't work out. And I asked him, why did you do that on the day? How come you said that to the girl? Why didn't she come when you were supposed to come? How come you didn't follow it up? And how come you didn't say something nice? And how come... His sister is writing it down. <laughs> He's not going to get married. Unless there's some kind of a thing that's... Uh, I don't know. But it's... And if he gets married, these things don't usually work out. It's, a, it's sad. But what are you supposed to do? At some point, you say, I don't know how to help the guy. He's not He's not in mitzvahs. He's not in mitzvahs. You have a guy, you have a guy that he's, uh, again, forgive me for saying this way, he's like a, let's say, very overweight, not put together. Not that there's anything bad about that. I'm just saying, that's the mitzvahs. He's overweight, not put together. And he's, he's going out with girls, and he's, you get him a date, and he's, it's not working out. And you talk to him, he's not attracted. This girl's not attracted to that girl. And you're just challenging to say, like, what do you think, you're, you're uh, some movie star or something? The girl's willing to give you a chance. You should, you should, you should thank the person, but you got to go. It's not, I, I have, not in those words. <laughs> but, I tr- but I try to say something like, you know, so he's, what do you, so he tries to say it like this, what, what is it you're looking for? She seems like my wife will say, she's a nice looking girl. She's very nice. You can't even say girl because these guys are already much older. It's a nice looking woman. What's wrong? That's not the look. It's not the look. So at some point, you know, you could hear this once, you get twice, maybe you think it's tacky like this, you'll try like that. So it's not blonde, it's brown, it's not brown, it's this, it's this. The legs are too skinny, the legs are too thick. It's like this, it's like that. Then at some point, you just say, forget it, it's a drink. Color. Waste my time with this. It's sad, because they're nice people. It's a drink. Color. Of course, of course it's not. It's not but the the Shirish is at some point they 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 went they went off the highway. They're not mitzvahs. At some point they went at, off the highway. But that doesn't mean that's why every any person who's single is single. I'm talking about a certain type. There's some people that doesn't whatever it is the Muslim. But I'm talking about those that left that went off at the wrong exit. You know what I'm saying? They got off at the wrong exit. And they never got back onto the highway. Now, when you talk to them, you try to help them. You see, just uh, they, they, they run you around crazy circles, and you can't get to the Mitzvahs. What's wrong with the girl? You're, 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 you're 47 years old. You, said, you told me you want to get married. What's wrong with the girl? She wants to live in New Jersey. I'm not telling you something I haven't dealt with. So, so, so New Jersey, there's a lot of places in New Jersey. So you go to New Jersey, or else you're gonna you're gonna die by yourself. So, is it New Jersey is worse than death? I mean, and, and all that loneliness. So you go to New Jersey. What's the napkin? Like a Fairlawn, Elizabeth, Teaneck, Lakewood. Go someplace in New Jersey. So what? I never want to live in New Jersey. <coughs> so you never want to live in New Jersey. See, so that's you say. But the Mitzvahs of your life, you're by yourself. Your parents are already very, very old. You're by yourself. What's going to be 20 years from now? You try to say these things, and they don't answer the right way. They answer the right way. He said, otherwise, it's a nice girl, or you come up with an idea for a nice, a nice girl for the guy. He says, yeah, but, you know, New Jersey. That's why I even tell a lot of these young couples, they start, they, when they start with me with the Eretz Yisrael, he wants to live in Only She'll only go out with some of those nights. I don't go for that stuff either. I don't go for that. I, I tell them straight. I say, don't, just don't waste my time. I'm talking about a, a zivug. I'm not talking about geography. I don't care if it's religious geography. 
You're only going to go out with a boy that lives next to himself. Okay. Look, I tell you, if it's the right zivik, and and Hashem is boch, makes a nice shidduch for you, then whether you live here, you live in Hetzel, it'll be good. If it's the wrong zivik, so that whether you hear it in Hetzel, it's not going to be good. So so stop with the geography and, and and go out with the guy. He's a nice guy. He's a wonderful guy. And maybe maybe over maybe he'll want also to live in Hetzel. Maybe not. So so what? No, only Eretz Okay. So I say the same thing. It's not Metzius. Because this girl went to seminary in Eretz for a year or two. It's not. It's only Eretz A whole year just got a home Metzius in Eretz Is that normal? It's just not normal. Is it nice? Yeah. Is it sweet? Sweet. It, it, you want to say even more? It's inspiring? I'm not inspired by it, but okay, let's say it's inspiring. Is it Metzius? No. It's not Metzius. Matthias is, is a nice guy, you're a nice girl, get married. And you figure out where you live later on. And there aren't people that, that they only live in HSL and then it didn't work out with us and, they, and then they end up in Bensonhurst. No, that's what life is about. You go with your husband, you go with your wife, and you live together, and you raise a family. If it's an HSL, you have a schus. If not, then someplace else. But wherever it is, you have a person you spend your life with. And you, and you have a, so she's telling me she's not going to hell with marriage. She doesn't hear about this guy. And not to and not to the right even and, and not to raise a family to do what the Ratzon Hashem is, why? Because the Ratzon Hashem, it's an unbelievable thing. But then when you, and you try to talk about it, they think that you don't love Ratzon Hashem. You know, right away you don't love Ratzon Hashem, so you, you know you're not you're not you don't understand how I feel how I feel. Then if you you got off at the wrong exit, you're a nice girl, you got off at the wrong exit. When did that happen? I don't know. Probably a long time ago. But now you have like a way to explain it with religion. That you, and why is it that you got off? That someone's talking to you about seichel and about mitzvahs, about you're 26, 27 years old. You're you're crying. All your friends are married, and you're not going to go out with somebody because he doesn't want to live in that soul. He doesn't want to learn uh, for the next three years or something like that. They're talking mitzvahs. The tragic thing that I've noticed throughout the years is when you come across these kind of people, unfortunately, the only thing to do is just to let let it go. Don't get involved with it. For example, I remember 20 years ago, there was a girl in my neighborhood we tried to set up. Single girl, she had an average, you know, presentable girl. I wanted to set her up with somebody I know, a nice guy, a lawyer from Balabakish family. First thing she asks me on the phone, she goes, is it going to be a busha for me to be seen with him in public? <laughs> and I, I'm thinking, who are you? And I, I just let it go. I want you mm. to know that it was 1991, 1992, she's mm. still single. Never, never, never. But you know, you, on, tragically, you just have to wipe your hands. I know that, and I, and I see people that handle with these chavra, and I admire them. But if you're living on some kind of a schedule, and, you, and you're trying to also learn a little bit, and to, I just have seen this, on, not just with the shidduchim, but many things in the course of the last 30 years of dealing with people. It sounds terrible, and, uh, but there are certain people that it's just you can't get into their opinion. Because it's not what they're talking about. There's something else. And it doesn't have to do with the religion. There's something else. And I, 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 and I can have the same phone conversation and the same meeting. And it's going a certain way. And then you have to be kind. And you, but to, as far as helping, then, then, someone just, you know, then I'll just go along with the person and say, yeah, it's not true. It's not true. <coughs> New Jersey is a strange state and then you shouldn't go there, it's dangerous and what are you, what are you gonna do? You're very right you're right. It's not a place to get it's not a place to to raise a Jewish family in New Jersey. So what are you supposed to do?
No, but then it's not, it doesn't make a difference because there, there's an Indian. That's how it is. So you have this person, they usually like to come and talk about Kabbalah too. <coughs> they, they, want to, they want to hear Shia on the subject of Tchir Zamesim and Gilgulim. It's say, no, it's Habaya, the problem is like this. Not that the person is dumb. Look what Schwartz says. Habaya she'en leiv. There's something in the chush, the feeling of what's reality. You have to have a chush for that. See, that person's head, he knows that shul starts at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock. He knows in his head. So what's going on with you? You're a smart guy. And it's not working out with you. Habaya she'en leiv. Klamit fisas hametziyas ba'ifem baro mochlat. There's something, there's that sense of reality he doesn't feel. He's not sensitive to reality. He runs in a half hour late to every appointment. There's something wrong. Now, usually, this problem does not begin in Avadis Hashem. You see, nowadays, the guys, Aliyah, he read this, Aliyah, he read this, he read this, Aliyah, he read this. He can't follow. If it being a doctor's thing, it would be like a chart like this. This guy's Yiddishkeit, it's like this. And what he's learning, and what he's not learning, and he's up and he's down. And yet the guy, guy disappears from shul for, for, for three weeks, and he comes back to a shia, and then he goes again. Usually it's not the case. It's not really good to get with these people, you know, just to be nice and to be friendly. You, you can't get in with them. It doesn't, it doesn't usually... Maybe that's sadiqim, they can give a bracha, but if you're, if, you're, if you're trying to reason with a person, it's usually not good to waste your time on that. The ones that, uh, and I, I always, there, there are people that are like that, and I always try to be nice if I can, you know, but I try to be nice and everything. But to really get to the with them, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't get involved because I don't have the time. I don't have the time, and and, and uh, probably I'm, I'm getting older and have less patience than I used to. Work. <coughs> I spent plenty of years in my life dragging around, the whole time. but you can't because you're not getting anywhere. It doesn't, so it doesn't begin in Avodas Hashem. How come you? How come you went four different yeshivas in one year, and and this year is no good, and that you couldn't come to that? Nachavusa said you never came, and this Nachavusa said you, you, you know, you, you it's does it's Hashem. It doesn't work out. It began a long time before he decided that all of a sudden he wants to be an Eved Hashem. It started with the problems began again. He he got off the exit long before. <coughs> It was an Indian of Ruchnius. Harbe Harbe Kaidim. I just saw an article in uh, in Hamadir that the the scientists, doctor scientists, that they they were showing how. I read it very quickly, so maybe I didn't get the whole thing. But they were showing how all studies now have proven that. Children who go to bed at the same time every night, they have much, much more hatzlocha in school and in their, and other things like in health, other stuff. They, they go to sleep at the, at the same time. As opposed to kids, it's like Hefke, you know, um, 7.30 and then 10.30 and not all these things. Now, my parents, they were very like that, much like that, because that's how their parents were and they went like that to bed. But it must ha- it must be part of this sugya, of again not that you should run your house like uh, like West Point or something, but the <coughs> whether or not that child's growing up in mitzias or in a mitzias that's not mitzias, whether or not seven o'clock means something or it doesn't mean really anything. Seven thirty is bedtime. It's not 
10 o'clock. They begin, you begin to wean your child off of mitzvahs by not having anything set and regular and stable in the kid's life. They begin to get further away from mitzvahs. It must have an effect upon a child. There's no say there. And that has it, that, that the, the writing in this article, it has a tremendous impact upon everything in their lives, with, with marriage in the future, with work, with schoolwork. Everything is affected by that. That the kids, the kids that go to bed at set times, that they seem to be more in a mahalach in general. They go with a mahalach. Makes sense. The Alta from Kalm wrote a lot about this seder, the Indian of seder. It makes sense. The problems with Avodah Hashem began before Avodah Hashem. Misraglim luchias ba'olam shemila hilamila. That's exactly what I'm saying now. You, you, the person grew up in a world where a word is not a word. Seven o'clock means seven thirty. Seven o'clock means seven thirty. Someone was just telling me a joke about. Was it? I don't know who told me. <coughs> told me a joke about that there was a, the guy, a guy dies, and he has to go to Nabuch, to the other, the bad place. He has to go to Gehenna. And they say they have a, there's a Lutfisha Gehenna and there's a Chsirisha Gehenna. So you heard this? So they say, so he, he says, so what do you, you want to try? So he goes, okay, uh, I'll try, I'll try the first, uh, first he's, uh, I'll try the Litvish again. So he goes to Litvish again, and uh, wake up is at, is at seven. They burn him for, they burn you for an hour or two. Then you get a 15 minute break. Uh, put you back on the fire for two hours. And then whatever, it's 11 o'clock. So a little learning, a little this, that, back on the fire. And then it goes like that, until the supper. And after supper, put you back on the fire at 9 o'clock. Until whatever, uh, 11 o'clock, it's the last fire. And you go, go to bed. Test the litfish again. So then they say, okay, so you went there for a bit. And they say, you, would you mind I'd like to see what's chassidish again? So I take him to chassidish again. See, everything looks the same, except the chassidim. And, and, and the, what is it? And the, it, it, it's a 7 o'clock. So two hours on the uh, on the fire, then a little diving, a little breakfast, a half hour on the fire, everything exactly, same exact amount, everything. So at the end of the, at the end, so then they ask him. So you have to make up your mind. What do you want? You want chesed again? You want luchos again? So somebody tells him over there, take the chesed again. So he says, so he says well, it's exactly the same. So he said, so the guy told him, but see them eight o'clock is not eight o'clock. <laughs> Two hours on the fire. It's not, <laughs> it's not so, you know, uh, pink look. You don't have to be so nervous. It's not so pink look. So, yeah, a person that grows up in a life like that, then nothing is, a word is not a word. I'll meet you in a half hour. I'll call you later. Huh? Built in Shekhar. Uh, when, I, when I was first teaching, when I was first teaching, I came to a Bukharian wedding when I started off, the, when it was the first students that were getting married. I came to the wedding, it said on the invitation. I came like I would come to an Ashkenaz, whatever, an hour, you know, late. I come there, there was nothing, nothing. I chasen kala nobody. It was, it was, I came there at 7.30, the chuppah was, was around the quarter to 10, 10 o'clock. Chuppah. So then I started to make two invitations for Americans and, and for uh, Svadim, because the Svadim know that it's not true. Americans shouldn't be misled, so they already put uh, something which is only like an hour, not uh, four hours off. 
You're right. The imitations are all built in. Not they don't mean anything. <coughs> Yeah, it's already become institutionalized. Yeah, which is which is which everybody can make fun of, but it's an unbelievable mila in their gashmis and in their ruchnis. When you meet an elachiyakir, their ruchnis is also the seder. There's a seder. There's a mahalach in their ruchnis. When you meet a Jew like that, not just the yakir, the yakirs are more than the because they were raised that way, but there's a mahalach. But if you grow up in a world where, where in the world where, the, where a person's word is not a word, not because he's a liar, not talking about bad people. It's just uh, eight o'clock is love davka. Eight o'clock is love davka. When I get when I have to go speak sometimes, if I have to go speak in Barapak, I they tell me that like I had, I can't tell you how many times I, I mean in general I try not to talk around anymore like I used to, but in different places. But I had to go speak for a breakfast. It was a hush breakfast. The guy tells me the breakfast is nine thirty. And I said, when am I speaking? He says to me, 10, 10, 15. I said, listen to me, because I have a lot of things I have to do in, back at home with different people and stuff. Tell me the truth. When is this going to start? The latest according to 11. And I set my day up that way because I had things that, were, that had to be back in the five towns. The latest according to 11. He told me some Emmas according to 11. <clears throat> I'm sitting there, and, and I told the guy, I said, you know, you, you told me according to 11. I didn't get up to speak till 12. I already missed. I already missed different people back in, uh, that had serious. That I had to talk to. Not an apology, nothing. Nothing. And I told them they called me from from Brooklyn. I don't want to talk. I'm not going to play that game. If, I've, if uh, you tell me between 10 and 10:30, I'm speaking. Okay, I, I understand. It's not always pink. Look, I could appreciate that. Depends on different things. But but I'm telling you right now, 10:30, I'm walking out. I tell them I'm leaving. I'm not going. I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> so what happens if you grow up in a world where a word doesn't mean anything a time doesn't mean anything <clears throat> what happens with that later on an ashray doesn't mean anything a yishtabach doesn't mean anything when your eyes are closed and, you, and your shakling doesn't mean anything real it's all not real it's not mitzvahs mila hiloi mila his chayvus and his chayvus a responsibility an obligation is not an obligation Zman hulo zman. Klum. Time is not time. Nothing. You tell a guy one thing. You arrange something. This is the way it's going to be. When you get to the place, it's the opposite way. And when you try to talk to him about, that's not what we spoke about. We didn't speak. And he's not, he's not a bad guy. But that's not what we spoke about. He looks, he goes, ah, take it easy. Like he says right here. Like I said last week. Tisgamesh means you have to be flexible. Tisgamesh, chill out. Chill out. Take it easy. You have to be flexible. Now, I told you you can have breakfast. You have to speak to the breakfast. Sometimes it starts at 10, sometimes at 12. You know, be flexible. Flexible. Everything I came here, we made an arrangement, we made an agreement. Everything is pumfaket. It's the opposite of what we agreed upon. Chill out. Take it easy. Life is not always, you can't always plan this. That, uh, and Gottlach, the Tayyidish in Hebrew, how life is not always predictable. Life is not always predictable. It's true. But we're not talking about an Ainus. We're not talking about there was a blizzard. We're talking about you're just not normal. Meaning you're not mitzis. You tell a person something and it doesn't mean anything. Not because you're a liar. Because then he'll say, you call me a liar? 
No. You're not. You got off the highway. You're not. You're not on the highway. You're not in Mitzias. Now you could answer back to the guy and say, "We had you told me something, and you didn't keep it." According to what I understood in the Torah, that's called midvash sheketich. It means that you lied. You know, you, you were dishonest. Don't say that to these people. They get very, very hurt and insulted if you say that they were dishonest. They found a new nusach. nuscha chadasha. They found a new nusach. They found a new nusach. The new nusach is is uh, flexibility. You have to be flexible. That's how life is. It's unpredictable. Or how politicians say, "You, I misspoke. You misunderstood me. Every how they always say that? I'm sorry that I was misunderstood. The guy said something like, you know, every every black person in, in, the, in the world should be killed. And then they, like they, then they get him on, they ask him on, did you say that, you said that every black person in the world should get killed? No, uh, I was misunderstood. <laughs> it was taken out of context. Oh, we have a tape. It says, it says you want all black people to get killed. That sounds pretty bad. The whole world misunderstood you. Yeah. And he's convinced that he was misunderstood. That's not, it became already acceptable. You could say, you misunderstood me. <coughs> so you told me, Rochel B'chachana. And, when the, and you remember the, mice, the disgusting mice that happened with the President of the United States, President uh, Bill Clinton, when he said a sheker to the whole world that he didn't have a mice with it. And, and he said in such a way that I never had a mice. And I said, I said to my wife, of course we know it's a sheker. I said to my wife, look at the whole country, every child, everyone in this country is learning something from this vice. That a word doesn't mean anything. A person, the president of the United States, to make foolish. Nothing. He misspoke. He was misunderstood. You, you misunderstood. It doesn't mean anything. It's not Mitzi's. And then that's the person who's running the country. He's got a phone in his office that he presses a button, something blows up. It's not good. It's not Mitzi's. He's not Mitzis. And then he doesn't understand. How come everybody's so upset? Take it easy. Whoa, chill out. Hillary, chill out, chill out. The whole country, take it easy. It's a big deal. Not Mitzis. Adam Chayvili is Dover Emes Befiv. When we this Chasidus after Lavova, one has to speak the truth. Everything is real. Mitzis in your mouth and in your heart. Mitzis has to be real. What you said is. What you feel is. That brings to Ruchnis. That's what will continue next week. Otherwise, when you think that you're feeling something, that's not really what you're feeling. It's Dhamma game. The same way when you said 10, it was 11. You feel this. It's, not, it's something else. It's not that. That's why the basis of Avadis Hashem is Halokh and Mitzis and Zman and Shabbos. It's the, it's the basis of one's Avadis Hashem. We'll continue with Hashem next week at 12 o'clock sharp. <laughs>